Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Trevor. And together, we're We're Occasionally Interesting, interesting. the podcast where a couple travels the world interviewing the most interesting people they meet along the way. Sometimes it will be sweet, often entertaining, rarely conservative, frequently informative, occasionally occasionally interesting. Occasionally interesting, occasionally interesting. They are occasionally interesting. What brought you to Shanghai? I brought me to Shanghai because I study in um, Shanghai University, English major. Oh, nice. I was interested to learn English, so I was like, let's go. <laughs> as an English major, with English as a second language, is that like writing? Like what do you... They teach you everything, but then you... Um, have opportunity to choose what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be literature, or you can study like more language, mm-hmm. um, Chinese, uh, or you study for business, like English for business, mm-hmm. or you can study history, or um, what? What do you say? So what did you what did you Fashion. pick to specialize in? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. It's uh-huh. about learning about. Um, Religion of the philosophy. Okay, uh-huh. that's the word. Philosophy. philosophy. Yeah, I love philosophy. So I okay. Let's do philosophy. Nice and literature. So I do literature and philosophy. Wow, mm. very cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a good combination. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't read. <laughs> I didn't read that much. I was not a big fan who finished book uh-huh. any book. But um, one thing that I love about literature was that I. I was guided to read some poems about nature, mm-hmm. and I felt like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> nice. Mm. And then, okay, so what's the, what is the business that you own and operate here in Chiang Mai? I have Heart and Soul House now. It's a healing house, healing center for women. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to create something like this, <laughs> you, you know? Did. It I was an accident. <laughs> I didn't know it would be something like this, but um, in my heart, I want to share my own journey of self-development, and then it ends up, okay, I learn more about myself through different women that I meet along um, the way that operating business, so it turned out to be somehow a wisdom school that I would name it like that, so... Every day we have many different women come um, for massage, over steam, and many workshops like candle making, qigong, breathing, meditation. Are you teaching these workshops, or do you have different teachers? I have coming? different teachers coming too. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. How long has Heart and Soul House been? Heart and Soul House officially around two years. Oh wow! Congratulations. Thank you. It's impressive. How how is it doing right now during COVID? Do you mostly do you cater equally to Thai and Farang or is it Yeah, COVID COVID changed the direction a bit to we we intentionally to equally um work with both Thai and, and foreigners but mm-hmm. because of the trend 
the foreigners will know more about meditation and about this lifestyle more than Thai people. Mm-hmm. But with the COVID come, I I saw a wave of Thai people. They very interested in this. Nice. And they feel like it it give them so much value. So now we have more Thai, which equal to foreigners. Mm. And more teachers, more Thai teachers. Oh wow, that's, that's awesome. exciting me. Yeah, <laughs> that excites me. And I meet many writers who write a lot of books about spirituality and about mental health. Mm-hmm. And I meet like Qigong master who, at the beginning, I learned Qigong from foreign foreign teacher. But mm-hmm. now I have very beautiful um, women teacher and. Ploy Maladara who have an eco resort which is beautiful and many many of them are Thai. What's the most unexpected thing you have learned in the, your time owning Heart and Soul House? <laughs> um, to always change. Nice. Yeah, always change and flow. Like nothing is permanent. I I I enjoy waking up every day and what are we going to do today? <laughs> Very awesome. It's a good way. It's a good business mentality. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, what What do you find about, or why did you choose to stay in Chiang Mai? I didn't choose, but I was not ready to move to different city. Mm-hmm. I when I graduated from university, um, I was like many English student who want to be a flight attendant or any interpreter who Mm. use the language but I was kind of like I'm not ready I feel not myself (laughs) I feel like strange I don't know what I'm going to do so I I decided to stay a little bit more Um, thankfully my parents understand because Thai culture, they they don't they don't get used to like a gap year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they they expect you to find a job and you know take care of yourself or move home. Yeah, something like that. So I'm kind of like get out of the way a little bit. Do you feel like you've uh, learned or discovered things in Chiang Mai that you wouldn't have if you stayed where you grew up? Definitely, one hundred percent. Like what kind of thing? So I feel that. Um, they put me to many Chiang Mai put me to many uncomfortable situations like for example I study English and all of my friends they were very very good because they were born in Chiang Mai they, they contact with foreigners a lot they mm-hmm. can, they're very confident and they kind of have this lifestyle where they can be themselves when I growing up there down uh, in the south and I was I, I was trying to be someone else, not myself, so I was inspired. And when, you want, when I want to become more myself, I feel like uncomfortable. And you know, <laughs> like why, why I'm so uncomfortable? So because of English, you contact with people who speak English and also foreigner. Then I learn more about myself and ask myself the question, why I'm so uncomfortable feeling this uh-huh. around them or why I so nervous? Why I so um, inspired? Mm. Why? What was the answer? Why were you so uncomfortable? Because I had so many um, way of thinking, or 
structure where I have to be the fixed way that is not me at all so I feel uncomfortable to be in that box so people around me when they be themselves they, f- they, they actuate, they inspire, they keep putting me into the space where I need to expand. Mm-hmm. So this is what I love about Chiang Mai and environment that I be in different situations. Mm. Nice. Um, what as uh, at, at Heart and Soul, ha- have, you, have you brought things from your philosophies, philosophy studies to Heart and Soul? I think so. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't intentionally doing that, but I think so because um, it's quite. It's quite. It's quite not normal to to completely finish university and then totally living in a um, not go oriented business and way of lifestyle. So my philosophy is to be in the present, and that's the main thing. That why I say like changing every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe the the core of philosophy that Heart and Soul have. Nice. Um, why did you want it to be uh, women only? Um, because I think at the beginning I I want to learn more about myself. That's why it's for women only, and I found the magic that come after, because I found that many Thai women they need the space, safe space to express themselves. Mm-hmm. And then I also found that not only Thai women, like many, many women, they, they need that space where all the emotions are accepted, mm-hmm. all the feeling um, a bit weird or feeling down, feeling high, feeling um, not fit in is accepted. So I found some magic there. And I'm really open in the future, maybe not for women only. Who knows? So I'm really open for that. Are all the teachers who come in all, all women always? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. How do you find all of the different teachers? Um, they were brought in as a client, okay. either for herbal steam or workshops or massage. And then when they came and then they, they found that it's interested to, to exchange or to share their, what they have as well. So they like... Can I can I do this? They offer, or maybe people heard from word of mouth that okay, this is interesting. Let's connect, and we have coffee, and then we we share. What's what's one of the most interesting workshops that you've had? Um, I would say one day retreat what because there? because um, what we do we teach women the simplest way to have self care. For example, how to make. Um, <laughs> body scrub mm-hmm. where they can many people first time touching the body with love for example your hand with your feet mm-hmm. and the most magical experience is not something extraordinary it's something the simplest way people can can feel love and give love to themselves so in one day workshop um, I always find that um, women they feel very touched by the experience they have we have the self-care treatment, but they do self-care um, products and, and treat themselves. Herbal steam, massage, and also a circle where they can, we have a topic where they can share the experience. Mm. Nice. Is that 
do you run that or do do teachers come so in? most of the time I do that I, I lead I lead the one day retreat what has been the most interesting guest guest taught workshop or some, some one where you learned something very new when people cry <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, they are they trust you enough to to let go mm-hmm. something that they make them feel weak or vulnerable (laughs) so how did you first get started two years ago I I think I joined a dancing training dancing training yes I trained for three months I was I was dancing every day and I came with this training because I feel that Um, Dancing is a way of expressing who you are by not speaking a word. So I joined there because I want to see what is there for me, what has offered me by dancing. So I dance every day and then when I finish the dancing course, I feel my body just like completely um, no energy left. Mm. So I was resting for two weeks and after that I feel very um, energized and empowered and then because of the training have a lot of women in there and it was so beautiful training three months like oh i want to invite all of my friends who i know in the university who i know doing the business to come and try and i offer the dance and and then it was beautiful so the owner of the house that i was renting she said okay maybe you can do something here i can offer you some money and then you maybe you buy over steam and then Let's try it out. And then we did the dancing there. So had you ever had any experience with Herbal Steam before? Yes, I do. I love Herbal Steam so much. Before you started the business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How did, like, is this something that is a part of Thai culture or is it? Um, It is a part of Thai culture because um, before, when women give birth to a child, it's very good for them to go to the sauna to rebalance the hormone. But because I experienced a very intense imbalance of my hormone, so I was recommended to, to have the herbal steam, which I was like, I'm not getting pregnant yet. I'm not giving birth yet. Why do I put into the herbal steam? So I try it out and then my acne and, and I feel more peaceful and relaxed. So I go that very often and during the training as well, dancing training. Mm-hmm. So when I finish, okay, maybe they can have the dancing and the, we can do the herbal steam together and then how it turned out to be hard and so. So do you feel like the herbal steam allows the mind to open as well as the body? Yeah, because the body getting rest and then the more it produces like sweat, um, you get you get you get to be in the present because it's hot. <laughs> you have to be okay, don't think and don't talk, you know. It's like forcing you naturally to, to just be with yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when you see you you feel your heart bumping you you feel your body so much it allows you to come back to your body and then finally your mind finally your heart finally your spirit so it's like a process of coming back to yourself not just your body but finally your mind Mm -hmm. and then okay what else you discover in that room (laughs) that sounds pretty good how how long do you normally go in for so normally you can, um, people do 45 minutes or some people love sauna so much. 
they can do in total two hours, uh. but they can come in and out, in mm. and out all the time. Depends on your body. Yeah. Uh, do you have any hopes for for different things to do with Heart and Soul in the coming years? Because Heart and Soul right now we we provide a home and cozy space, so the house is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, what turned out when we expanding is we found many of the women who love the idea and become the part of soul food women community many of them have space because space many of them have the studio many of them have like um um yeah space where they want us not only me but people in the community to do activities outside of heart and so in town so i think the way we expanding is we the connection we have between women, we can do many um, workshop outside of Han and so. So I hope that one day we build a stronger community where we don't have to meet all the time, but we know we have that feeling that we are supported. Yeah. No matter where you are, you can go back to your country if you're foreigner and still feel hard and so you can create hard and so in your country where you have over steam and you start to do little workshop there where you already already have so for women here in Chiang Mai to support you and guide you whatever that you need that's my hope that sounds pretty good <laughs> and next one <laughs> thank you ask you some questions unrelated to heart and soul that we ask all of our guests. What is, <laughs> what is the most unrealistic thing you believe in? Um, what do you mean unrealistic? Sorry for my language. <laughs> no, it's a confusing, <laughs> yeah, it's a confusing I don't, question I don't really on purpose. Like, I mean, it's open to interpretation. Extraordinary, um, maybe things that mm, most people mm, you find mm, would not believe in or be skeptical of, but you believe it, mm, even if you mm, know mm, that mm, maybe mm. it's not. I believe that I'm not from here. <laughs> from Earth? <laughs> yeah, somewhere. From Where are you from? <laughs> some planet on any, gal- any galaxy out there. <laughs> what's, what's your home planet like? <laughs> Um, it's it's um, don't have much things like physical thing. It's like light and and expanding and people flying. <laughs> nice, nice. You feel like you're you were bo- you were supposed to be able to fly. Like you feel I think like, so. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. I get very. Do crushed. you feel that? Yeah, yeah. All the time. All like, the time. E- every week, I'm like I, I like go to fly and I'm like oh shoot. <laughs> If there was one behavior or action you could get everyone in the world to do or stop doing, what would it be? Do or stop doing? Yeah. I think people can like be like a child. You <laughs> want then, them to be like yeah, a child? Yeah, I want them to be like a child and they can do stupid things by not having anything to block them. They can laugh, they can, you know, just lie down on the ground and then, you know, crying like a cry like I want to fly, go to a different star, you know. I want that to be normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice desire. <laughs> what is the most annoying thing about people? <laughs> when they cannot laugh. <laughs> when, they, they, when, some, when they do something stupid. 
agree. That is pretty. <laughs> the world would be a much better place if everyone just laughed at themselves when they were stupid. Right. Make themselves a little less seriously. <laughs> what is something that is really popular now, but in five years, everyone will look back on and be embarrassed by? Hmm. I think um, posting yoga pose, like beautiful yoga, <laughs> extraordinary where people can't do. <laughs> like a headstand, something like that. Like always on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. What is your favorite thing about yourself? Mm, I think I laugh a lot. Yeah, and I love that. What is your most embarrassing moment from childhood? <laughs> um, I used to put the soy in my mom's <laughs> ditch because she was drinking alcohol. You used to put what in there? Soil from the ground. Oh, soil. <laughs> I think it's like uh, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get in trouble? No, because I told her. Oh. <laughs> You confessed before <laughs> she drank it. Um, what is the book that has most influenced your life? Dark Side of the Light Chaser. Dark Side of the Light Chaser. I haven't heard that one before. What's that about? It was about um, how much we deny our emotions in life and we um, looking for always something positive and wanting to grow and wanting to do um, good thing, create big thing, and then we deny so much of us, ourselves. Nice. Should give that book to everyone in Copenhagen. <laughs> what life practices do you do to keep yourself sane and balanced? Breathing. Deep breathing. Mm. That's a good one. Always oh, <laughs> What is the most environmentally friendly thing you do and the main environmentally friendly thing you would like others to do? I'm sorry, can you say that again? What is the most environmentally friendly thing you do and the uh, main environmentally friendly thing you want other people to do? Um, environmental friendly thing? Mm -hmm. or uh, um, I would say um, quiet. Quiet and light feeling. Mm. And why do people do small talk? What do you mean small talk? Small talk so like, hey, how are you? Where are you from? Uh, <laughs> well, the weather <laughs> is uh, nice today. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> ah, I think people are trying to find a connection, but uh, don't know how to start. It's so difficult to make connection. Need to start somewhere. Why is it so difficult to make connection? <laughs> because we, um, we, 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 we're not sure what is real and what is not. Because everything seems to be confusing. <laughs> um, is there any, any words of advice or actions you would like our listeners to take? Anything you want people to do? Um, you, you make so much different when you are yourself. Allow yourself to express who you are by take life a little less serious and laugh more. And you will be loved so much by everything around you. 
Including the doc. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah, he was so excited when you arrived. It was was horrible. So Um, where can our listeners find you? Are you on the web, website? You can search on Facebook, Card and Soul House, or I have a YouTube channel as well. It's called Panida Deva Tarapat. I, I what do you talk about on your YouTube channel? So I share people about um, the tips and the path to be a bit more happier, more balanced in life, and more growth, um, body, mind, and spirit. Can you share some of those tips with us? <laughs> that breathing, yeah, herbal steam. <laughs> <laughs> share, 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 share about um, what are the tips for for growth? Ah. I think when we need love, yeah, we need love, we need, we really need love, and with the, everything we do is to get at closer to our energy, energy is everything about us, it's like the life force that make us be able to eat, to move, to sit, to connect with other people. So our energy is almost everything. It's even bigger than this physical. So the energy is, we can check the energy where we are at. And then when we breathe, we give the energy much more vital force. When we stop, we, we can hear the thought or we see the patterns that probably take the power and energy away from us so with the breathing you you get to come back to yourself you feel the life force in your body so when the more you breathe you increase that vitality you give that positivity in that energy field and with the mental with the way of thinking um, when you breathe, you breathe in the present. You see the patterns. You you feed with you feed yourself with better thought, or maybe any possibility that you can imagine yourself to be with. So come back to yourself. Come back. Come back to your energy. Maybe do a little bit the way that you already know to increase your vibration, make your energy more vibrant and love and higher than maybe where you are at the moment to achieve any goal that you want and share the light with many people around you. Beautiful. Are there are there different types of breath that make different results? Mm. Or is it just deep breathing? So what I learned is just deep breathing and maybe you can hold your breath and to allow that life force to travel more into different cells and you know small particle in your life. And also I, I find Qigong is very good. Um, Qigong is standing and moving meditation very simple way you can just move your hand with your breath and then um, when you connect with with the body gesture you connect with your mind and bring the mind in the present moment and you can do one pose um, for 20 minutes or something like that with just that you connect with your mind with your energy with the present moment and that can make your day very nice very well said is there anything else you'd like to share or discuss? Mm, I think if you can smile now and be happy and focusing on what you are grateful for now, 
maybe why you're listening to this or why you discover this channel this like um, provider for this channel you can be just grateful for it and when you listen you probably get something and you have so much more to to be grateful and appreciate it and that's all you need for now so i think this is the best thing that you can have to be reminded that you're grateful for this and it's a great advertisement very well said well yeah well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us <laughs> your your energy is beautiful and thank I, you all of your light thank definitely you. shines through thank you thank, thank you. you thank, thank you, you so much thank you for inviting very honored <laughs> our pleasure thank you thank you thank you, thank you.